Hello there, friends. It's Jimmy Maverick. Welcome to another edition of the Fantasy Maverick Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about the Week 9 matchups, as well as starts and sits with my good friend Swami Rob from the 94 Rock Morning Show. Here we go. Listen up. It's time for the Fantasy Maverick Podcast, starring a guy who's going to help you win that fantasy championship, Jimmy Maverick. All right. Hello there, friends. It's Jimmy Maverick. Welcome to another edition of the Fantasy Maverick Podcast. And with me, as always, on uh, the Thursday show is my good friend, Swami Rob of the 94 Rock Morning Show in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Uh, Rob, how was your week nine or week eight? Excuse me. How was week eight? Why? Which, which league are we talking about? Are we talking about the morning show league? Or are we talking about the others? We can talk about the morning show league. <laughs> <laughs> well, the morning show league has gone horribly wrong for me all of a sudden. Horribly yeah. wrong. Uh, I'm, I'm three and five at the moment and, and really in a conundrum because it's pretty obvious Zeke Elliott is no longer a prolific producer and is not likely to be the rest of the year. And uh, Ben DiNucci didn't even look Amari Cooper's way, but maybe once. So two of my best scores are now scoring nothing. Right. And uh, – and as I reach for the bench to try to find uh, some help in the waiver wire, I'm not getting a whole hell of a lot. It's just uh, – and on top of the injuries to CNC and Raheem Mostert already, and then they have uh, Lamb and Cooper and Elliott all go on the crapper at the same time. Uh, I'm done in that league. It's over. <laughs> I cannot catch a break for anything in this league. I lost by two points this past week. Almost pulled a huge upset, um, but uh, it did not happen. Uh, and now I'm at two and six. What horrible! Ugh. Yeah, I don't even know what. To yeah, do about three and this five year, for man. me. I don't even know what to do about this year. I I I just yeah. uh, I just can't cut a break anywhere. I anywhere. <laughs> I'm doing a, a couple other of my leagues, including a big money one. Uh, that's going pretty well. Uh, but uh, I'm, I'm actually in another league, uh, 0-8 at the moment, or 0-7, uh, 0-8, I think. And at this point, it's a point of honor for me to finish the season without a win. I'm going to do my best to try to not win. <laughs> I actually have never just finished. everybody to your bench and you don't play anybody. Then you guarantee. I don't lose. even have to do that. I can put my starters in and still suck. Uh, that team is horribly bad, man. Yeah. Horribly bad. Well, I got Russell Wilson league, and everybody else blows. In our league, again, hats off to Zeke and Destroy at 7-1, and one, a game ahead of everyone. Huge advantage in points. Won again this past week. Number two is the LaMarvel universe. Number three is open DDs. Number four is terminal hockey. All those guys are in playoff position right now. So they're all doing great. They all have at least five wins though. So, you know, the third and fourth guy are both at five and three. So you're not that far out of, of getting into contention there. Um, Whereas for me, yeah, but the problem is I got you, but the problem is I'm not likely to replace anybody with the scoring potential of a Amari Cooper or an Ezekiel Elliott, or even a CD lamb at this point. Uh, And the guys that I am subbing on the bench Perrine from the jets and stuff, they're just not good. They're not going to amount to a hill of dry crap. Right. So it's pretty well over, I think, you know, so I'm just kind of licking my wounds. Thank God I'm not in any money, you know, but somebody's going to win a TV and that's a cool deal. So, uh, all right, good for them. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, let's talk the week nine matchups. Now I want to just remind all the listeners out there that this week, the buy teams are Cincinnati, Cleveland, Philadelphia, and the Rams. And Holy cow in one of my leagues, my entire bench is filled up with bye week players right now. That's how heavily invested I am in those four teams. Um, So, 
we'll see how I do. I've, I've got a, I've got a number of key players on by. Uh, so, uh, um, you know, that's going to be, t- it's going to be a tough week for me. I can tell you that already. I think I'm over the buy hump with most of my really key players, but uh, I did run up against a snag with the Rams defense, which has been decent for me all year. And I had to go get uh, defense off waivers and Oh God, every defense on that list sucks. <laughs> I mean, seriously, there's not a good choice in there. I ended up going with Tennessee's, but uh, I mean, seriously, my picks were like uh, the Cowboys and the Seahawks and just awful defenses man right. so there's really no no win scenario you know yeah yeah it's tough uh, although I I did talk about in my waiver wire episode you might want to check to see if Houston's available because Houston's playing Jacksonville and Gardner Minshew is injured right now so uh they got a guy starting his very first NFL game as a rookie uh so that seems to be good potential for turnovers and interceptions so who is Tennessee Houston playing this good. week What's that? Who's Tennessee playing this week? Uh, Tennessee is playing the Bears. Ouch. Uh, the Bears offense doesn't really do much, so That's I true. feel all right with That's that true. pick, too, you know? So, all right. Yeah, so so let's just start right at me. Let's go with the Thursday night game. Uh, we got the Packers at the Niners, and my big question is that will the Packers finally respond to that pair of but, uh, butt whoopings that the Niners laid on them last season? Um Certainly seems that they could take this one, uh, uh, looking at all the injuries on the Niners right now. I imagine they will. Uh, the, the big interesting news item there is that uh, with A.J. Dillon positive for COVID, uh, the people that were in immediate proximity with him have also been quarantined. So Jamal Adams is a no-go, and they've also got one of their linebackers. Uh, that might level the playing field with the banged-up 49ers a little bit. I still think yeah. Packers going to win that game. But uh, not having Kittle and Garoppolo and all that stuff, man, San Francisco – they're one of the teams this year that I think has t- been hitting by injuries the hardest. So there's a lot, but San Francisco is definitely up there. It's that Super Bowl letdown, man, that post-Super yep. Bowl letdown. So hard for teams to repeat. Um, as far as players, uh, I want to uh, tell, tell everyone to, to use caution with Aaron Jones. Niners are top two against the run. There's not going to be a lot of room for him. And if you say they, that uh, Jamal Williams and A.J. – did you say Jamal Williams is out or, or – yeah, Jam- our Jamal Williams is out, A.J. Dillon is out, and one of their linebackers is out. And keep in mind, uh, the Niners just traded Quan Alexander, too, which could mess with the chemistry of the defense a little bit, you right, know? So, right. yeah, it's going to be interesting. So, um, yeah, and, and, you know, the Niners' D is, is still really good, but they are um, – uh, they're, they're, they're very tough against quarterbacks and wide receivers. So, Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams, uh, I'm not going to sit them, but I'm just going to let you know that it's a tough matchup for them. I don't think they're going to do what they did last week. Um, on, on the flip side, I do like Jamichael Hasty this week. Uh, uh, and, and I don't trust, uh, uh Jarrett McKinnon. You got to move him onto your bench or even just drop him at, at this point with his, uh, I got a yearly non-existent I gotta, usage. I know I've noticed that. Uh, I wondered how, uh, on one of my apps, DSPN has a projected to score 18 points. I said, somebody's smoking pot. Cause I don't <laughs> see that happening. Somebody you know? hasn't updated that number yet. Right. Um, right. Yeah, his usage has been just non-existent. And, I know. Um, uh, the Niners receivers, man, you gotta, you gotta sit it against the Packers. They got a top 10 pasty. So, uh, uh, I wouldn't start them. Um, but moving on to the Sunday games, Sunday early games, uh, we got the uh, NFC least. We got the Giants at Washington. Um, Washington has given up the fewest fantasy points to wide receivers. So I got to say, man, it's a risky week. I would sit Darius Slayton and Sterling Shepard 
uh, this week if you can against this Washington defense. Although if you won't stock in any of those or even Golden Tate on Monday night, you actually got some points out of them. I thought the Giants showed me a little bit of nut. And granted, Tampa Bay probably was not having their most on night in the world. And right. uh, Daniel Jones is Daniel Jones. But, uh, you know, I saw three of those guys make some pretty spectacular catches Monday night. Yeah, yeah. And, and uh, I'm in a situation where I actually uh, have to start Daniel Jones this week. So hopefully he won't turn the ball over. Um, and can get a decent game going. We'll, we'll see. It doesn't look very likely, but yeah. it was like Shout out so to, picked uh, over, so picked over on the quarterbacks in this one league. I'm like, who's who's rostering all these quarterbacks? We only have six bench slots. I mean, there's so many quarterbacks that are gone. Um, but my but Carson Wentz uh, is on my bench this week because he, he's on by. So. Um, you know, shout out to Evan Ingram, too, for the catch he got from Daniel Jones uh, in the first quarter of the game on Monday night for a tight end to make a catch like that. That's that was really something. Yeah. Yeah. And and I'll tell you what, he's a start again this week as well. Good. The Washington football team has given up the ninth, ninth most fantasy points to tight ends. So I think he's hmm. a great matchup and should do very well. Um, I also like Terry McLaurin on Washington's side. I think, uh, well, the Giants D is top 10 for opposing receivers. Uh, but I do think you should sit Logan Thomas. You know, Logan has been playing really well since um, uh, Josh Allen took over, uh, but uh, his volume is extremely low. Like, he's only gotten four targets in each of the past two weeks. He's done a lot with those four targets, but given it as a bad matchup um, and such low volume, I would not start him this week. Um, so let's hear, let's move on. Let's, uh, let's look at uh, next up bears at the Titans. So, uh, Titans man slumping hard right now. They were looking so good a couple of weeks ago, but the past two weeks, super disappointing. Um, do you think they're going to be able to write that ship against that tough, uh, bears defense? Yeah, I can't tell at this point. Johnu Smith, you're killing me, man. What happened to you? Where the hell did you go? Seriously, man. Yeah. Yeah. That, um, why is the tight end position so frustrating every year? <laughs> it's like always. Wish I knew. It Wish is, I knew. Such a mess. Um, I got to say, though, if, if you're looking for a stream, the Titans defense is pretty bad. And Nick Foles, I think, is a start um, as they are top 10 for opposing quarterbacks. So uh, Nick Foles could have a productive day. Obviously, the receivers, too. Allen Robinson's going to have a good day, too, I, I'm pretty sure. Um, but the Chicago D man is rock solid against quarterbacks and wide receivers. So Ryan Tannehill is a sit. And I think his receivers are a sit this week too. I, I, I have not seen anybody be able to do much against that Chicago pass defense this year. So uh, yeah, but when you say, uh, when you say guys like Allen Robinson are going to do good and stuff like that, that doesn't scare me at all. Good for right. them. Seven points, you know, so I am. <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, all right, so uh, let's move on. Uh, Lions at the Vikings. Uh, Vikings coming off that huge win against Green Bay. Totally unexpected. Um, you know, and of course, that, that monster performance by Dalvin Cook with four touchdowns. Um, oh, I own some stock in Dalvin Cook, by the way. Boy, wow. he single-handedly won me a game. Yeah. Oh, nice. I, I looked, nice. you know, I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't able to watch the morning games because I had some things going on, but I was checking my fantasy scores. And when I saw what Cook put up, I was like, dude. That a boy. <laughs> That's man. always nice. a nice surprise, right? Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah, I got to tell you, man, the, when, when you go back and look at the draft, the first round of the draft was a, a disaster for the most part. I mean, you think about, uh, you know, it was Saquon, it was uh, CMC, Saquon Barkley, Ezekiel Elliott, and then Alvin Kamara was fourth. He did good. 
Derrick Henry's fifth. He was good. Um, Dalvin Cook is sixth has been pretty good. But then everyone after that has been has been terrible. You know, you've got uh, uh, Kenyon Drake. You have Michael Thomas. I, I mean, it's just like so many busts uh, from the first round of the draft this year. Just really tough on a lot of teams. And, and well, yeah, a lot of that has to do with injury because uh, I really thought Raheem Mostert was going to be my sneaky pick of the year. And, uh, and boy, the first two weeks I was proven right. But yeah, they, these guys are just going down way too fast. So it is. Yeah, I mean, Kittle's out for the rest of the fantasy season. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's it's just uh, it's been a brutal fantasy year. Um, yep. Now, as far as the Lions and the Vikings go, uh, the Minnesota uh, defense is very generous to quarterbacks and their receivers. So I love my, Matthew Stafford, and I like Mar- um, Marvin Jones, obviously Kenny Galladay, um, all good uh, for this week. Um, but I do think that Kirk Cousins – Kenny is Galladay a- is officially out, Jim. Oh, is he out? Yes, he is. And so uh, oh. with that in mind, yeah, he's going to be out like three to four weeks. And so uh, – I, I thought, uh-oh, I got a hold of Phil. Galladay's out again. And uh, I just said, well, I need to pick up a receiver. And Marvin Jones was sitting right there, and I grabbed him like that. Yeah. And so, okay, maybe I'll maybe I'll make up some ground there. Yeah, oh, geez, man. Another uh, another player that was gone in the second round of most, yep. most leagues, and he has been um, a disaster this year. Very disappointing. It was a, It's a contract year for him, too. So I'm I'm really disappointed at, at how – Well, when he's been out there, he's done okay. He's, he, when, when he's but healthy, he just hasn't he been on the field good, that much. That's the, yeah, yeah. the problem is he hasn't been healthy that much. Right. Um, so let's see here. Next uh, next game, what do we got? We got, oh, Panthers at the Chiefs. This looks like an, uh, an interesting game, but I, I don't think the Panthers are going to be able to keep up with the Chiefs this, this year. Oh, no, um, no. Hell no. I, I do have to say that the Carolina defense is pretty good. Top 10 against quarterbacks, wide receivers, and tight ends. Uh, obviously, I'm not sitting Mahomes, Kelsey, or Hill, but uh, just something to consider. Um, I do think that this is going to be a Clyde Edwards-Hilaire game because uh, the Carolina rush defense is fourth best for opposing running backs. So I, I love Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Um, and then on the flip side, Kansas City defense is top four against receivers. So Robbie Anderson and DJ Moore, very risky this week. And Well, yeah, like they would have been anyway. Either. Yeah. Right, Ted, Teddy Bridgewater's not even playing. And you know what? I don't have any uh, any like or dislike for the Carolina Panthers. I, I'm indifferent about that team. But that shot on Teddy Br- uh, Bridgewater was bullshit. Oh, and yeah. especially yeah. after happening right after the one with Andy Dalton, uh, they had a just mandatory two-game suspension, no questions asked. Yeah. You know, that yeah. sucked. Yeah, it does. It does. It's uh, y- You hate to see that, especially with someone like t- – like, uh, uh, like the quarterback uh, Bridgewater with what yeah. he had to go through to get back. Exactly. Field, you know, exactly. So uh, the next game should be a full of fantasy goodness. The Texans at the Jaguars, uh, you know, again, both are very disappointing units this year, but uh, I got to say the defenses are not that good. So I, I like all the Texans to start. Um, and I do like the Texans defense just because it's Jake, Jake Luton is going to be the, uh, the quarterback making his first start as a rookie. So there should be some fantasy points to be had there for the Texans defense. Um, but as far as the rest of the Jaguars offense, again, all starts, good options all around. So uh, I, I like, um, you know, I like everybody in this game. Should be a good hey, uh, fantasy Fuller, game. shout out to Will Fuller. I need you this week. I expect you'll come up big. I need you to come up bigger. I need you to have like a Devontae Adams game this week. Feel free. <laughs> Go nuts, you know. Yeah, I've I've heard he's a rumor for the that he's going to get traded before the trade deadline. I don't even know when the trade de- trade. Well, the trade is. deadline was yesterday. Oh, it was. Trade okay. deadline was yesterday, so oh, it's so done. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. 
Um, so let's see here. Next up. Uh, okay. Now this one looks like a defensive blockbuster game. Uh, Ravens at the Colts, two outstanding defenses going up against each other. And I got to say, man, I, I do not like the Ravens this week. I, I think Lamar Jackson is a sit. And I think it really any of the skill positions is a sit. It's uh, uh, let's see here. Uh, Indy defense is number one against the quarterback and the tight end top three against running backs. So, um, and then, you know, uh, Baltimore does not have a very good pass offense right now. Very disappointing this year and what's been going on there. So uh, again, uh, Baltimore is, is kind of a sit across the board, except for the defense. I like the defense. This could be a real sneaky week for Phillip Rivers. Uh, I had Naheem Hines last week and he just blew up. It was great. Right. I'm going to have to start him again this week. But keep in mind, if you're looking at a Hilton or some of those guys who really haven't done squat this year, uh, there's a COVID outbreak with the Ravens, and one of them was a defensive back. And based on contact tracing, six other players have been sat for this week's game. They have not been really? named yet. But if he's practicing with the secondary, they're the contact tracing guys. They might be starting an entire second team secondary. It might be a time to take a look at one of those guys. Wow, that is uh, interesting to know. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that all of a sudden makes uh, the indie offense a little bit more attractive if that many exactly. players are going to be out. Jeez, that's yep. – uh, uh, yeah, because I was going to say that Baltimore uh, is top four against the running back. So, but that's not going to be the case if uh, if they're missing half their defense. Well, yeah, um, we don't, they haven't named the players yet, so I still don't know who they are. But right. uh, th but if you base it on a who, what groups they're practicing with, this was a starting safety for the Ravens that went out, and so if he's been practicing with the rest of the first team, I can assume there's going to be more guys in the starting lineup that aren't going to be able to play. Right. Right. Jeez. Yep. Man, it's just it, it, it's just so rough this year. Um, well, we knew it was we, – did we not know when we started this whole thing at yeah. the starting of the year that between COVID and injuries and everything, this year was going to be a cluster, and uh, it's it's proven to be true. Yeah, so – That's uh, – I mean, you're, you're right there. So, uh, yeah. next up, this, this next game looks like a great – another great fantasy game, man. Seahawks at the Bills. Um, you know, even though the bills are tough against the receivers, uh, there's no way I'm sitting Metcalf or Lockett. No way, no way at all. But um, a, a sneaky start. If you're looking for a tight end, man, Greg Olson has a great matchup. Now, um, you know, he, he uh, is low volume receiver, but uh, if you're desperate for a tight end, I think he's worth rostering this this week uh, for this matchup. So I think you know be. I've watched the Seahawks play like for some reason for the last two or three weeks, and the one thing I've noticed is they'll throw to Olsen now and then. Yeah. But you know who they really like to throw to? What they feel like throwing to a tight end is Disley. Uh, I've seen him make some catches. It seems like they he's he's Russell Wilson's go-to guy if they're throwing to the tight end. Oh, I'm. Okay, I'm gonna have to look and see what kind of volume yeah. he's gotten. Yeah, we can definitely check that out. Mm -hmm. um, uh, and as far as on the other side of the uh, other side of the ball, you know, Seahawks defense can't stop anyone. So the, all the bills are good to go this week. Start them all. No. Um, now, how, yep. next up, we got the Broncos at the Falcons. Um, so mm -hmm. uh, believe it or not, Falcons is a top 10 defense against the run. So Melvin Gordon, Philip yeah. Lindsay, very suspect this week. Um, not real thrilled with starting them. Although I do have to start Lindsay in one of my leagues because I have so many players on by. Um, but Drew Locke looks like a great streaming option this week if you need a quarterback. Uh, so that's one that you should consider. And um, the Denver defense is also top 10 against the run. So I think Todd Gurley is a sit as well. It uh, looks like you it's going to be more of an air game. For some reason, uh, you know how if you play fantasy for enough years, there's always one guy that you end up having for several years in a row. 
right. maybe not necessarily a big name guy, but one guy that you just falls to you every time. And uh, I, for the last three years, have had stock in Philip Lindsay. And I do like to, every once in a while, when I sneak him into my flex, he ends up surprising me. He had a really good week last week. Right. So I would ne- I've learned to never count Philip Lindsay out, regardless of what you're seeing in the stats, man. He, he, the guy always surprises, you know? Yeah, and he, he's outperforming Gordon on the, on the field. So uh-huh. although Gordon is catching yep. more passes, but um, the more effective runner has definitely been Lindsay. So, um, you know, yeah. that, that's cool. But it's a tough matchup this week, so, so I would not yeah. expect much. Um, now moving on to the Sunday afternoon games, we got the Raiders at the Chargers. Um, this is like this could be a pretty good game. Neither defense is particularly good, so I think we're going to have lots of fantasy points. I love Derek Carr as a streaming quarterback this week. Uh, great option. Um, Chargers are the sixth most generous defense for quarterbacks, and um, all the Raiders' skill positions are a start. Um, on the other side, maybe. Of the ball, go ahead. Maybe the most. A frustrating team for the entire year as far as fantasy goes for me, as far as inconsistency goes, is the freaking Raiders because Darren Waller will crush it for me one week, disappear for three. Uh, and uh, same goes for Nelson Aguilar. I picked him up a couple of weeks ago. He blew up for me for, on a week when I really needed him, and then right back in the crapper. I, and it was against Cleveland, for God's sakes. They should have been able to do a little more than they did. They didn't do anything, you know? Well, yeah, that, that game against Cleveland, I thought that was going to be a barnstormer game. But me then too. the weather was terrible. Right. I mean, it was right. like a downpour, gusting winds, and everything else. So uh, I'm not surprised that it ended up being such a low-scoring affair. But, yeah, mm-hmm. that, that definitely stinks. Um, yep. Uh, but, you know, this one is is going to be in, in sunny Southern California, so I think they'll be fine. Um, on the other side of the ball for the Chargers, I love Justin Jackson this week. Definitely start him, but I would sit Joshua Kelly. I don't trust his volume right now. Uh, go with Justin Jackson. And hopefully yeah. Eckler will be back uh, mm-hmm. sometime. Jeez, man, he's been gone forever. Um, hurting my teams that I took – that I drafted. And- That's another first-round guy that or, – or I guess he was an early second-round guy uh, – has- very disappointing this year. Very much a bust. Youch. Is uh, Mike Williams finally starting to live up to his hype of the last couple of years? Because suddenly he's starting to make a few. He's doing all right for me. Yeah, you know, I've I been mean, forced to I start him. I don't trust his consistency, but me neither. Uh, yeah, he's he's definitely outperformed what I thought he'd do this year. And uh-huh. based on where you, most people drafted him, he's giving you a nice positive return because he was like a tenth or That's, round yeah. pick. Oh, you know. yeah, that's easily when I got him. Yeah, yeah but yeah. Uh, so. he's he's another guy I've ended up with a couple of years in a row, and I think he's finally showing me a little something here and there, you know? Yeah, yeah, my, my steal as far as uh, wide receivers was definitely getting Robbie Anderson in like the 13th or 14th round. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely worth yeah. the pick there. He yep. did, he's done great. Um, so uh, let's move on to, oh, man, Steelers at the Cowboys. Um, man, how many points do you think the Cowboys are going to get beat by? <laughs> It's just oh they're gonna get I think this is only the second time in the last 30 years that uh, or the last 20 years I can't remember what they oh you froze but uh no I the game the oh sorry I said the Cowboys are double digit underdogs oh, did you get man. that yeah. it's only like the second time in the last 25 years or so but uh but the thing is it, yes the game's gonna be an ass whoop and it's gonna be ugly it's gonna be terrible they might not even start Danucci this week and return to uh, last year's third stringer Cooper Rush or else get Garrett Gilbert from Cleveland to start at quarterback regardless of that fact Gallup uh Cooper Lamb 
and Schultz, I, I wouldn't get anywhere near those guys. And right. and I'm I'm forced to start Ezekiel Elliott, but he's not going to do a goddamn thing either. I, that that it's done. I wouldn't right. start any of those guys. It's uh, it, it's just uh, yeah. I, I mean, you can't start Zeke right now. Uh, ah. Steelers are number one against the run. Um, I do kind of like I do like Amari Cooper and Ceedee Lamb. I think they'll do a little bit better this week. It's a good matchup. Um, but uh, you know, uh, on the Steelers side, start everyone. It's it's a good game. So they're gonna do yeah. they're gonna do good. So you know what's uh, frustrating much pain out there for Cowboys fans. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, the years a wash. We knew that four weeks ago. But uh, but if I could at least get their players to score points for me, it's not a total loss. But now that's gone too. Thing is, I brought up last week on the podcast. Is it uh, this is your last chance to sell high on Zeke Elliott? Turns out I was exactly right. I pushed out and didn't try to trade him when I probably should have. And I'm not going to be able to unload him on anybody now. Right. You know. So right. yeah, he's an albatross. Oh man, yeah. Uh, sorry. <laughs> uh, there's always next year, right? There's always next year. Um, all right. So the next one, we got the Dolphins at the Cardinals. Man, I got to say the the most surprising uh, four and three team right now has got to be the Dolphins. Uh, and their defense has done really well. Their defense really stepped up last week, uh, getting that upset victory. Um, although I would say uh, if you're thinking of streaming the Miami defense, it's not a good idea this week Arizona has given up the sixth fewest points to opposing defenses um so I would not start the Miami defense you want to hear something funny Jim uh, okay so I've got that there's always that player that we always get that has a high potential upside before the year and you get them in later rounds and you think you know that guy will be sitting on my bench that's going to come in handy sometime and you leave him on the bench week after week after week and then they finally bust out, and you're thinking, okay, it's finally time to activate these guys. Then maybe an injury happens. So my guy this year has been Devontae Parker, who I drafted probably eighth or ninth round. And I've been having him on the bench for, you know, several weeks. And then I think he had a really good week, and I said, it's time to put him in. And he went right back in the crapper again. And then I probably could have put him in last week and didn't. So I've yet to start that guy. Is it yeah. finally time? I, I um, you know – I don't know if I would do it this week. Uh, huh? You know, I've, I've been I've been on the same boat with the other Miami receiver, Preston Williams, who I picked up in a ton of leagues, and I mostly huh? dropped him at this point because the guy doesn't get more than two or three targets a game. Um, yeah. You know, Tua, his pass volume was super low last week. He only had like 125 yards passing. You can't start a receiver on a, on a team where a quarterback's only throwing 125 yards passing. You'll get nothing. So uh, I would keep him on the bench for now. If he blows up, I would try to move him. I would try to tr – he'd be a trade bait candidate. For me. Yeah, maybe, maybe. And funny Preston Williams story, if I already told you this before, stop me. But I was in the middle of a draft, and it was my turn to pick. I was on the clock, and my daughter was playing around in my study with me. And I have a couple of really heavy coins that I collect. And she was playing with one, and she dropped it on the keyboard when it was my turn to pick, and it picked this guy, Preston Williams. And oh. I couldn't undo it. I know, Wait, who's this guy? <laughs> and so my wife, my wife made me promise. Well, she was all excited, Rob, even though that was an accident. So you're not allowed to cut him or trade him. You have to keep him. So I've kept him out there just for the sake of, I'm hoping maybe he'll blow up some week and my kid will be excited, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm very disappointed in what, what Preston's done this year, but maybe it'll be better as Tua gets more acclimated. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. But regardless, he's not, he's just not getting enough volume. Nope. Um, let's see here. We got the saints at the bucks. Uh, this is like a good game, man. I got to say, uh, Bucks defense, though, top five against quarterbacks, top 10 against receivers. So I'm definitely sitting Drew Brees. Uh, but Michael Thomas, go ahead and start him. He's good. 
Um, and but the New Orleans defense top six against the run. So I'm sitting Ronald Jones, and then on uh, the the main guy, I say you should start Rob Gronkowski, who looks like him his old self now, getting great volume yeah, from Brady. Yeah, he does doing good stuff with it. So if you were lucky enough to get Tom Brady during his uh, you know slow start, man. Lucky you. You're doing good. <laughs> hey, man, I, I had uh, Rob Gronkowski and Jonu Smith on the same team, and I was benching Gronkowski and starting Jonu Smith. Now, I just finally figured, because I love flex options, to go ahead and flex Gronkowski and leave uh, Jonu Smith starting at tight end. And Gronkowski has been great for me for the last couple of weeks. I'm loving it, man. Yeah. 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 So, um, uh, finally, we got the Monday Night Football game. And I got to tell you, man, this is like the crappiest Monday Night Football game. I can't believe they put, they're putting this on. But it's the Patriots at the Jets, the winless Jets. Uh, yeah. Just for a Monday Night game, this is beyond pathetic. I mean, first of all, Patriots are definitely going to win. Um, the only player I can say start on, on the Jets' side is LaMichael Pirine. A New England defense is pretty good for, for uh, um, running backs um sit Jameson Crowder though he's coming back from an injury and it's a really tough matchup uh, I think Cam Newton's a start this week should do great and I also like uh the running backs Damian Harris and James White I think they're they're both good they're both starts so. how awesome would it be for the Jets to just finally decide we've taken enough crap we're the laughing stock of the football world uh you know we're still grown men we're still professional football players and the patriots come in on a four-game slide which you haven't heard about until 2002 and you figure oh well that's a perfect way to stop the bleeding for belichick but how sweet would it be if the jets mustered just enough to give the patriots their fifth straight loss i i just think that'd be awesome so it is a it's a crappy game in every sense of right. the word but i am gonna watch at least for the first half and i'm gonna be a jets fan for two quarters and see if it helps you know well there's a lot of there there's a lot of uh um um fried uh for with uh uh in relation to the patriots struggling this year uh, uh -huh. but the defense is still good. So, and a deep, that defense against the Jets offense, really good. So, I would definitely start the New England defense this week. So, yeah. Now, keep in mind, too, I did think that that Tampa Bay Giants game on paper was looking like another steamy turd on a Monday night game. That ended up being a damned entertaining football game. Yeah. I doubt it, but maybe we'll end up with a good one this coming Monday, too. You know, who knows? We'll, we'll see. We'll see. I but, doubt uh, it. I doubt it. But yeah. But that's it, man. That's it for week nine. So, uh, Swami, thanks for joining me today. And uh, um, tell them about the, how, how the listeners can win a television. Oh, yeah. Bios, our electronics and mattress and uh, furniture and uh, appliance headquarters at Albuquerque Forever is uh, giving away a TV to the winner of our fantasy football league. That's a 60-inch Sony 4K TV. However, there's also an LG 60-inch 4K TV that's available to people who don't even play fantasy football or don't even know anything about it. So you can go daily to 94rock.com and register to win, and we'll be drawing a winner at random at the end of the football season. So without even knowing a damn thing about fantasy football, you can still score this thing. So give it a shot. That sounds good to me. Yeah, man. 94rock.com. So we're, we're, we're winding through the season. There's only five more weeks of the regular season to pull something out. Um, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do it in, in our 94rock league. Uh, I mean, that things are going all right. So I'm, I'm yeah. happier there, but it's, like I said, it has been a really rough year, and I, I really blame the lack of a preseason from really uh, hindering uh, 
um, a lot of teams this year. So I never thought I'd miss preseason ever, and I still don't. But I didn't think it would cause this big of a thing. Because yeah, I kind of agree with you. That's got to be that's that has a lot to do with it. But uh, at the same time, uh, when you're when you're looking at uh, as far as the five weeks that are left, uh, there's just really. Uh, you're just throwing darts when you're trying to pull some of these guys off the waiver wire. And without fail, 99.9% of them suck. So uh, while I've got my uh, morning show fantasy league team is, is in a permanent crapper, I don't think I'll come out of it. Uh, one of my leagues is, uh, is the big money league. There's a nice cash prize there. And okay. uh, I'm, I'm absolutely top three in the league and in the running. And all these guys have stayed healthy. I'm knocking on wood on that. But if I can score in that league out of the four I'm in, uh, the whole year wasn't a wash. I'm good. There you go. There you yep. go. Perfect. Yep. Perfect. So cool. Well, thank you, Swami, for joining me. Good luck, everyone out there with uh, your games this weekend. And uh, please like and subscribe the video. Um, and if you have any comments, please leave it below. Uh, talking about any of these players or any other players for this week. Um, be happy to hear from you. So uh, thank you again, Swami. Uh, have yourself a good fantasy week, and I'll talk to you next week, man. Yeah, same to you. Okay.